0: The WNBA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $50 at WinBet and get $200 in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynmbet.com to get started today. We're also brought to you by Sleeper. You already play fantasy on Sleeper, but now you can win cold, hard cash in a new over under game. Just head over to slash SGP on your phone and join the SGPN group, and Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to $100. That's slash SGP. And make sure to download us the SGPN app, your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. Yeah! Yes, sir, we are back for another episode of the WMA Gambling Podcast. I am your host, Villain Ravelin, really railed, Ravel from a junior and I have my guy, my co-host with me, Scott Reichel. And Scott, we've had we had a rough day. We had a rough day at the office last time out. You're know. rusty.
1: It's fine. It was
0: it was a little rust, but you know, we're gonna knock that off and we're gonna keep pushing forward. And we have a lot to talk about this episode, so I just want to go ahead and get into it before we break down the games. And while I look up at the TV and see the Connecticut Sun are getting smacked by the Chicago sky 55-33 at halftime. <laughs> All right, but Let, let's let's talk about the Let's just go straight into it because I got to talk about this. So they released the All-Star Reserves for the All-Star game. And the list, you know, lacked more to be desired because there's some people that I'm like, oh, wow, they definitely should have made it. And then there's others that didn't. And so if you sit here and you look at the reserve list, you have Kalia Copper, Courtney Vandersloot, Ariel Atkins, Skylar Diggins-Smith, Ryan Howard, Jewel Lloyd, and Arike Agumwale, all in the backcourt. Whereas your front court, you have Dierca Hambry, Natasha Howard, Emma Mieseman, Brianna Jones, and Alyssa Thomas. And so, yes, those, those players are great. I'm not going to sit here and try to doubt any of the players. But, oh, man, it feels like they dropped the ball on Alicia Gray and Kelsey Mitchell. Man, Kelsey Mitchell is the fourth leading scorer in the league right now. She's hmm. not on the All-Star team. Is, is, is that not insane to you? It is. Uh,
1: it's definitely uh, unfortunate, especially for her. Now, of course, she might get in anyway. We always see last-second pullouts because of injuries pretty much for any All-Star game in any sport. So there is a chance that she ends up being a last-minute injury replacement, but it shouldn't have come to that point. No. She should have been easily in either, worst case, is the reserves. But yeah, either way, we'll wait and see if injuries are going to play a factor and if she'll potentially be a last-second addition but that's not a good look.
0: It's not. And it's, it's a lot of players. It just feels like that this go around, it was, it was more about kind of name value a yeah. little bit. Like, and we sit here and we still, and I sit here, I'm looking on you know, social media and I hear people talking about Diana Taurasi didn't make the all-star team. What are you talking about? What? What? You're mad about Dion, Diana Taurasi? You're not talking about Kelsey Mitchell. You're not talking about Alicia Gray. You're not talking about Easy McBegger. He's a big beggar is over here. I think she's averaging a double-double, if not close.
1: Yeah, do you also it. factor in team success? Because if you're Tarazi, who's had a long-time history being a great player, but you've had well below your normal averages and your team started off the season being terrible, shouldn't that be held
0: against you as the star player on an underachieving team? I, I just feel like it should. I, I feel like it should. And, you know, it, it – I think that's the issue with the W right now is that it's so hard for these lesser known players to break out because everybody's so focused on the big names. Like, yes, Natasha Howard has been good. Yes, Natasha Howard is good. Is Natasha Howard deserved to be an All-Star this year? I I thought it, I, I thought it was debatable I think so. before we started. I think, yeah, I think I think that I would much rather have Easy Beggar who's been balling for the Seattle Storm balling for the Seattle Storm, but it's also like, all right, well, the Seattle Storm have Sue, Bo- Sue Bird and Brianna Stewart, so that would have made three. And they're like, well, we can't put three of them in there. You know, they're not high enough C for that. But it's like, I mean, Sue Bird and Sylvia Fowles are doing this because this is their last season, if we're being honest. Like, they're, they're in this because it's their last season.
1: And it wouldn't be the first time we saw that in the NBA as well. So there are yeah, a couple the, legacy yeah. spots given out. but Yeah,
0: yeah. and so it's it, – I don't know. It's just – I hate it in the NBA. I hate it in W as well. I'd always At, save an extra spot for a legacy spot. Yeah, a, like, an don't, extra add, don't take in. a roster slot. Like, don't take a roster slot away from that. Like, that is a, you know, like, a, here, this is your, yeah. like, you know, the NBA will sometimes give a slot away to, if you have a good enough player in the host country, not host country, in the host city, I'm weak, host country. I've been in the military way too long. In the host city if you have a good enough player in the whole city, then they add that person to the all-star team to kind of give that city something to cheer about. Like, you know, Darius Garland was good enough. He deserved to be an all-star, but he was good enough. So they said, okay, we're going to make sure Darius Garland is in there. And you talk about when Kemba Walker make it, Kimma Walker was really good. And they said, Oh, this is the host. Like we're going to make sure that he's in it. And so I hate that they do like, that should be like extra spots. That shouldn't take away from yeah. somebody who might've deserved it more. And it just feels like there's a, you know, I could, at least Kelsey Mitchell. You could give me an argument over Easy. I think that she deserved to be in, but I'll take an argument over it. But it, at the very least, Kelsey Mitchell and um, Alicia Gray. I just feel like they've been absolutely balling this. Perfect. I think I think Mitchell was the biggest snub out of everybody. It had to be Mitchell as the biggest snub. I, I think Mitchell should have. And when we sit here, and I don't want to keep talking about, you know, well, who would you take out? Like it's always, I would take Ryan Howard out. I think Ryan Howard. I, I think as a rookie you had to put together a complete from start to finish against every team, good season, be an all-star in your rookie year. And at the end of the day, she had very, very great moments in the beginning of the season. She's kind of rolling off towards the second half of the early part of the season. But she, was, she has not played to the level that she should be playing at against upper quality talent. When we talk about the, the aces and we talk about the, the sun and we talk about the sky, she has not played well against those Better quality teams. And I just, I don't know. I like Ryan. I really think Ryan is really, really good. I'm super excited for Atlanta. But if I had to snub somebody out, it would be her. And I don't think it would be a snub because I think Kelsey deserved it.
1: Plus, you can also make the argument that if players who are due upcoming contracts want to maybe get a little bit of an incentive or something for contract negotiations. Howard's under rookie contract for several years. I think we would both agree, barring injury, she should make several All-Stars at some point because she's that mm-hmm. talented. Yep. So I do think that you didn't have to give it to her now because you could have given it to her at some point down the road because she should be a very solid player for at least a decade.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It just, I don't know, it, just, it doesn't sit well that somebody's top five in scoring and not sitting there. And if we sit here and we look at, you know, the top ten, and who's not in there in the top 10 of scoring? And going from bottom up, Tina Charles, for obvious reasons why she's not up there. But NECA didn't make it either. And I understand. I'm not completely mad at that. I thought that she might have slid in there in one of those slots. But NECA didn't make it in there either. And then Kelsey Mitchell. Everybody else that is in that top – everybody else has a spot in that top 10. And even outside the top 10 has a spot. So it's kind of wild to me, yo. I don't know. I, I, it wasn't sitting well. Yeah, I agree. All right. Before we get into the actual reason that everybody's here to talk about the slate breakdown that we have for the evening, late evening, 10 p.m. Eastern on the East Coast and 7 on the West. So, you know, West Coast sports wins again. But before we talk about that, let's make sure you get down to WinBet and bet their $50 win $200 promotion where a $50 bet qualifies you, qualifies you up for $200 in free bets. And the ultimate fantasy football experience look super easy. This is all you do. Bet 500 plus on Sports and Casino before July 31st, and you can get entered to win the ultimate fantasy football draft experience. You will go to Encore Beach Club in Las Vegas with a two-night stay and win resorts for you and your entire league. And you can have your fantasy draft there. And guess what? Multiple entries allow. So all of you can bet $500. All of you can bet $1,000 on sports before July 31st. And you will have, if you have a 12-team link, guess what? Two entries per person. That's 24 entries into the contest. Like, come on. Come on. You can all do that. There's so much to choose from. All you have to do is download the Winbet app now or visit to Get started today. Offer for such and change. Starts and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 older and present in the state where play through winbet is available. If you or someone, you know, has a gambling problem. Call 1-800-522-4700. And now we have sleeper, the fastest growing fantasy platform with millions and millions of players. You probably already use sleeper. I know I use it. Me and Scott use it. We do a lot of mock drafts and we have actual leagues on sleeper, but now you can make money on sleeper playing their new over under game. Super simple. Take, pick a sport, Baseball is the end sport nowadays. It's America's pastime. As I heard people say, I don't know, I still don't believe that. I think America would get really bored watching baseball for over the course of nine innings. But, you know, that's got to be. You know, I, don't, I, I can't tap in. I can't tap in. That's why I'm the hoops guy. I'm on the hoops show. I talk about hoops. But you can go there, and you can bet strikeouts. You can bet hits, and you can pick that stuff. And you can tick over or under on what you want to do, and two to 20 times the money you put in, and then guess what? You can win. You can win money. It's super easy like that. And you can hop in our, our channel, the SGPN channel, and you can talk with us. All you have to do is go to super.com slash SGP. You'll get a hundred percent deposit match up to hundred dollars. And you can hop in our channel. You can talk smack with us. You can post your picks. We can post our picks. And we can go through it. We did it through the NBA season. Now it's going into the baseball season as well. It's going to be super fun, super easy to choose. Again, hundred percent deposit match up to $100. All you have to do is go to sleeper.com slash SGP. That's sleeper.com slash SGP. Terms, conditions, apply. See sleepers, terms, and use for our details. Alright, let's get into this slate as I watch the Connecticut Sun continue to get smacked <laughs> in this game. Let's move on. Indiana Fever and the Phoenix Mercury. I feel like we've talked about this game like five times in the past week. Yeah, we did. <laughs> Here we are. Line opened up at minus seven and a half. It is currently sitting at seven, 165 and a half on the total. We literally just talked about this the last episode, but they're doing the game again. And it's the same, basically the same line. Fantas got the cover. It felt like they were the mercury. The, I mean, the and fever were in it. The fever were in it. And they, mm. you know, what they do in the second half and they blow it. We didn't get anywhere near the over last time. No. We were right about the is side, it? though. Yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah. Well, you were. I was on fever. Oh. But are we back? Are we back on? Is it the same? The same concept? Is anything anything from that game change your mind about anything and how we're doing this?
1: It uh, changed one thing, but it's not going to change any of my bets. I have more confidence in the Mercury. I think getting rid of Tina Charles might have been the rallying cry this team needed. I was concerned about them going small. I figured they would play faster. And defensively, they would potentially get killed on the glass. That didn't happen. And the fact Mm -hmm. is, ever since they traded Tina Charles, they've been really, really good. And I know they haven't played many good teams, but I'm at least acknowledging that it seems like a team with a lot of potential going into the season that was underachieving might suddenly be starting to realize that potential. I already know Indiana sucks. I mean, I knew that going in, that hasn't changed at all. I love the Mercury in this spot. I think they're going to win handily.
0: I am a little hesitant with the back-to-back game, and uh, the thing they 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 potentially can win handily. But I was on the fever first time. I'm not really going to switch off of that. I'm going to go back with the fever here again and just hope that they keep this into a closer game. And they kind of realized that hey, we should really be dominating the boards against them. Like we really, really should be dominating the boards against them. Now, Nalisa Smith did what she had to do. She had 15 and 10, but if if you're going to go small to match them then just go ahead and go small and move queen out that lineup but if you're if you're going to go if you're going to keep your size then you have to dominate the boards she can't get run off the floor like she did last time and you know finish the game 3 points 6 rebounds in 19 minutes like she's got to be able to find ways to stay on the court and if you're not going to if if that's not what you're going to do then go ahead and go small and go small from the beginning and that could be very well an adjustment that we see that they make for the Indiana Fever in this game, that they decide to go small from the beginning and run Melissa as, you know, kind of that five. And so I, I'm i really more playing the Kelsey Mitchell angle, and I hope that she just goes out here and balls, just balls and, has, and gets whatever she wants, shoots efficiently, because that has always been the issue. It was never the scoring for... The Fever is always being efficient in their scoring, so hopefully she can have an efficient day. I'm sticking with my pick of the Fever. I'm not really switching anything here. If I feel better about it because they lost the first one. So, you yeah. know, back-to-back games, I kind of like that team that lost a little bit better in the second one and the adjustments that they potentially make. But we'll see. We'll see. I'm still on over. Um, I, I know how that game went last time, but it's not scaring me off of this over.
1: Yeah, I still think the pace alone should dictate an over. We saw that the Mercury offensively still put up a num- of, uh, What they put up, eighty-three for the exact number, yeah, eighty-three. So overall, they were pretty good offensively. But if you want to look at the offensive numbers for both teams, they were let's just say not great. They also combined for only thirty points in the fourth quarter, which killed mm-hmm. the entire pace. But I mean, if you want to go through the numbers. Uh, Phoenix shot 37.7% from the floor, and Indiana shot 40%. So I expect both those numbers to go up. If both teams shoot around 45, then this game probably goes over. I'm not going to overreact to bad shooting. I'm just going to go ahead and take the over in this game, assuming yep. that the law of averages dictates they shoot better.
0: Yep. I'm um, 100% same way as you. All right. Well, like, hold on. Did we say an injury report? I didn't think I brought up the injury report. Let me make sure I pull up the injury report and just make sure nothing changed before. I don't think anything changed, but let me just make sure. That, yep, no injuries to report for the Phoenix for Phoenix or for, well, outside of what we already know, who's not playing for Phoenix. But nothing to report for Phoenix and Indiana. Same thing. All right. Moving on to the second and last game of the slate. We have the Las Vegas Aces traveling to Seattle to play the Seattle Storm. Eight. Seattle Storm are laying one and a half currently on win bet, minus 125 on the money line, plus 105 for the Las Vegas Aces. I think this is the first time the Aces have been a dog all season. 164 and a half on the total. Let's just go ahead and briefly look at this injury report. And we have Chelsea Gray, who is questionable for the Aces with a pectoral injury. And then for the Seattle Storm, we have uh, Mercedes Russell, who is, still, who is still out with that undisclosed injury. She's not projected to be back until early July. All right. We talked about it last time. Tina Charles is gone, gone from the Mercury, heading over to the Storm. Is she playing in this game? I have no idea if she is playing in this game. I right have no now, idea. I don't
1: see anything
0: regarding it, but I'm guessing she's not going to play. I would think that she's not playing, but I would be surprised. I've seen people come. Make uh, she a, is know, available on Wednesday. Yeah, I've seen moves be made in W, and people come play like a day yeah. after finding out that they you know, are on a team. So.
1: According to a report, she is available. I'm not sure if she's going to play at all, yeah. but what she's, she's going to be there.
0: Either way, I don't think any of that has – nothing is scaring me off of the Aces in this spot right here. Especially against a team that is one of the worst in the league at covering the spread, and now they are favored against the best team in the league. I uh, mm-hmm. it, it smells funny. It smells funny, but if it's a trap, I'm dead. I'm falling for it. Give me the Aces in this spot. I think the Aces are by far the better team.
1: Yeah, I'm going to take the Aces as well. I feel like part of the line could be because of Chelsea Gray's uncertainty. So if she ends up playing, you might see a bit of line movement in favor of the Aces. So you might get a good number now, but Seattle has been playing a little bit better lately. They're 11-7. They have won six of their last eight. But their last game, they lost to the Sparks at home. And this, the Storm team, I still believe, is coasting on reputation. They're a solid team. I get it. But people expect Sue Bird and Brianna Stewart to carry the entire team to another championship. And Sue Bird, it's her final season for a reason. She's not that girl anymore. She's pretty mm-hmm. good. I don't think she's capable of being the second-best player on a title team. But I think the Storm are overrated because of their previous successes in previous seasons. So I'm going to go with the Aces. We said before it might be the first time that they're an underdog this season. You're not going to get it that often. In baseball terms, it's like getting plus money with the Dodgers. <laughs> you kind of just blindly
0: bet it, don't you? Yeah, I, I, and... You know, part of me sit here that says the line screams to kind of take the storm here because I feel like everybody's betting the aces. But I'm looking at it and I'm seeing a pretty, you know, sizable split and it's kind of leaning a little bit over to Seattle's side here and the money coming in on Seattle. I think, I think teams just think Seattle can – Compete at home against the Aces. And Aces have Aces been great lately a, as well, so that doesn't. Yeah, matter. they've had. Yeah, they lost two of the last three, and they had a close game against the Sparks, where we thought that they were going to completely run over the Sparks. So,
1: yeah,
0: I, I don't know. I, I just don't see it. I think that this Aces team is really, really good. I think that they're the standard for the WNBA right now, and I'm just not. I don't know if this is Tina Charles being on the team that is flipping this line a little bit, but I'm not. I, I don't see enough from the Seattle team right here. I think that the aces have the size to battle with Seattle and the size that they carry and be and they have that scoring and the shooting on the outside with Jackie young and Kelsey plum. And like we said, we're, we talked about the all-star game. Those are three all-star stars and Kelsey plum, Jackie young and Asia Wilson. Those are three all-star starters and all three of them deserved it. And then don't mission that They got a reserve and D'Erica Hambry in there as well. So I think that this team is really, really good. Becky Hamm is doing her thing, and I don't think that she wants to go on the road and lose a game to Seattle like this. So, yeah, give me the Aces.
1: Yeah, I agree. All right. The total is a bit tricky yeah. because the Storm have been pretty solid under uh, – just a solid under team all season long. And the Aces, yeah, really of course really good defensively.
0: Yeah. Really good defensively.
1: And the Aces offensively have been very good. So, that's why it's kind of tricky to actually pick – between and over under first meeting ended up landing 159
0: Mm -hmm.
1: I think I'm leaning under just based on the recent form of Vegas offensively and assuming that Gray is not going to play as a leader I think she's going to hurt her her absence will be noticed because she can help calm things down Mm -hmm. I'm going to lean under
0: I think I'm going to lean over. Okay. I think I'm going to lean, lean – a slight lean to the over. It's a very tough and, call. Yeah, but... it's, a, it's a super-duper tough call, and it, I feel I like can go either way. I don't think I'm betting this personally, but if I had to make a lean, I think i lean over because I think that while I don't like the line, I think that's telling me that this is going to be a fun game, and yeah. I think it's going to be a fun game where we might see, we might just see a scoring off. Uh, explosion from both teams, and they're going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth all game, and that kind of just leads me, especially in this point of the season, that leads me a little bit closer to an over, and that this goes over with the back and forth scoring. So, yeah, I'd say I'll slightly lean to the over. Don't really like it too too much, but hey, it is what it is. Yeah. All right. Anything else you got for us again?
1: Uh, not really. I expect it to be competitive throughout. I just think Vegas might go on one of their runs or they suddenly outscore a team by 12 and a quarter. And I just think that Seattle offensively at times gets a bit too
0: stagnant and Vegas could go on one run and blow the game open. So I'm going to go with Vegas. And that's something that I want to add to Vegas has started games off slow, you yeah. know, over the course of this season. I wouldn't mind sitting there waiting on a better line on Vegas, maybe closer to the end of the first quarter or
1: even just second even, half. If you're yeah,
0: in yeah, a second half line, something, Ain't any point where I can get them before Vegas goes on that run. Cause like you said, Vegas can go on runs and completely ship the game. And so I would definitely love a chance to be able to catch Vegas before they go on a run. Yeah, I agree. All right. Before we get into our lock and dog today, I got to talk to you about IPVanish, who brings you our lock and dog because IPVanish is the premier VPN that can make you help you truly stay private and secure over the internet your private details, passwords, communications, all that stuff completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands, and you can use it on unlimited devices without sacrificing speed. So your tablet, your phone, your computer, even your fire stick to stop people from knowing what you're screen- streaming can all be hidden with IP vanish and they're offering you an incredible 70% off the yearly plan with 30-day money-back guarantee. Super easy to use. Tap at a button. Go to IPVantage.com slash SGP and use your promo code SGP to claim your 70% off savings. That's com slash SGP. All right, time for our lock and dog. Two games. Scott, what are you doing? So I'm going to go back to the Mercury
1: for my lock. At the end of the day, they just played. I know that the back-to-backs, you might lean to the underdog, but I do think the Mercury found something in the post-Tina Charles era it seems like they're starting to fully gel. They've embraced the small ball lineup, and they're also been, they've been much improved defensively playing smaller. So I do think that's something worth, I'd say, keeping an eye on moving forward, or to at least try to see how long it lasts. Mm-hmm. But Indiana, we know defensively they're awful. We know that when it comes to overall talent, they're not exactly, uh, let's, just, let's just say, deep with talent on the team. But when you win a game by double digits and you only shoot 37 percent from the floor, I'm going to take you again because you have to shoot better. I just think the Mercury are the better team.
0: Yeah, I like it. I like it. I think it's solid. You know, what's your dog? That's going to be the A's. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Aces. I mean, I mean, <laughs> I, I can't really go against it. It's a spot where I understand that the Storm. You could argue it's a trap line, but mm-hmm. they've been so underwhelming against the spread this season that I really don't trust them even when they're in a spot where you could argue it's a trap. I'm just playing the percentages. You're never really going to get Vegas as an underdog in the season or at least more than a handful of times if that. I'll capitalize on it. I'll
0: take the aces on the money one. All right. For my luck. You know, in the NBA, we've gotten like very burned over these close game spreads and and that team losing by like one point. So for my lock, I'm just gonna take the aces plus one and a half. <laughs> I, I I mean, hey, it's you know, a couple extra and give me a little bit of wiggle room. And if this is the back and forth game that I think it is, and if Brianna Stewart or, you know, a super jewel Lloyd hits a last second shot and the aces lose by one, then hey, I'm secured. So give me the one and a half. I'll make that my I'll make that my lock just to be somewhat different from what Scott made his dog and for my dog. Yeah, I'm just going to go back to it. I think that this is going to be a little bit different of a game. Hopefully, they make some type of adjustments, at least in the first half, until they ultimately blow the game. So, Indiana Fever first half money line. I'm getting it at plus 180 on one bet. Uh, I'll take it. You know, I need a dog. And I think that that's something that could fly where, you know, this back-to-back game. They got to dominate the boards. They have to dominate the boards. And if they can do that early, then I wouldn't be surprised if they had a lead. And they were very close. They were very close to getting a lead in that last one. So I'll take it for this one. Give me the Indiana Fever first half plus 180. Yeah, all right. All right, people. Whoa. There's nothing. I have nothing else. You have nothing else? Yes, no, maybe so. All right, well, you guys know where to find us, at Russia Radio on Twitter, at really Real underscore underscore Instagram on Twitter. Look, guys, we're here all season giving you out WNBA picks. We're still rolling. We're still rolling. We're still very profitable over here, even though we had an off day. We're still making a lot of money over here. So, you know, it is what it is. It ain't what it ain't. And we're out here. Make sure you subscribe. If you're not subscribed, go ahead, hit that subscribe button. Now, leave a review. Everybody, leave a review. I don't go talk to the bosses. Maybe we can get a jersey. A jersey thing going on for some reviews. I like that. I think that's a good idea. Let me go talk to the bosses right now. I'm about to start texting them while I'm finishing this podcast. But other than that, I have no idea how I'm going to end this podcast. So we're going to end it like this. BG is still incarcerated. We need her home. The Mercury really, really need her home, even though she's not probably more than likely not going to do anything this season if she just magically appeared home today. But either way, they really, really need her. All right. See you. We're out of here.